Hey guys, welcome to the Cortez Law Firm podcast. Today we're going to talk about the healthcare documents that you need to have in place. Now, today we're going to talk about these documents uh, because of everything that's going on, and I think it's really important uh, that you have the essential healthcare documents in place and you make certain that they are current and that the people that you have put in place as your designees are also current. Uh, Very important. So uh, also, if you are a current client of ours, uh, please pay attention to the end of this podcast uh, because we do have um, information for you at the end. Uh, But just like you've heard me say in other podcasts uh, and videos, uh, and don't forget we also have a YouTube channel you can find us on YouTube at Cortez Law Firm. Just search for Cortez Law Firm. And uh, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, then uh, I invite you to do that as well. But just like you've heard me say in other podcasts and in videos, uh, right now it's probably more important than ever uh, for you to have certain healthcare documents in place as part of your revocable trust-centered estate plan. Now, those documents that you really need to have are your healthcare power of attorney, your advanced directive, now you've probably also heard an advanced directive called a living will, and your HIPAA authorizations. All three of these documents work together to give you a comprehensive healthcare plan in place. So let's go over each one of these individually your healthcare power of attorney is just like a regular financial power of attorney that you've heard of and we've talked about in other videos and podcasts. Uh, a financial power of attorney, you may have also heard it called a durable power of attorney. But your healthcare power of attorney only has to do with who can have control over medical decisions for you in the event that you cannot make those decisions. Now, If you're married, we usually have the husband be the medical power of attorney for the wife and vice versa, have the wife be the medical power of attorney uh, for the husband. However, what if both of you are in the hospital at the same time? In other words, both of you are incapacitated. Well, then we have to look at your healthcare power of attorney to see who is the next person in line to make those decisions on behalf of each of you. Or if it's just one of you, who that person is. So it's very important that during this time that you check to make certain that your healthcare power of attorney designee, the designations that you have, the person that you've designated to have that role is somebody first, obviously, that you can trust implicitly, who you know can and will, that's the important part, that they can and they will perform if it becomes necessary for them to act as your medical power of attorney or your health care power of attorney. Friends, guys, this is really, really important. We have seen this over and over again where people have done their health care documents like in the late 80s or the early 90s. And everyone that they have named in those documents as a successor, you know, whether it be their trust document, their will, whatever the document is, um, we have seen that a lot where every person that they have named um, has actually passed away 
or the person that they've named is actually incapacitated themselves and unable to make decisions on behalf of our client. So please, I implore you, during this time, review your healthcare documents and make certain the people that you have designated are able and willing to act as your healthcare power of attorney if it becomes necessary. The next document that you need to have is your living will. Like I said earlier, it's also called an advanced directive. They're the same, same thing. They're just used interchangeably. It kind of just depends on where you are in the country. But basically what that means is if you were to become in a persistent vegetative state where the doctor sees that there's no way of you coming out of it, do you want, and you stated in the document, do you want to continue to receive medical treatment? Really what this means is do you want them to continue to try to keep you alive with food, water, and pain medication and you know any medical procedures that, that might do that? And this is entirely up to you, but I will tell you that if you can make this decision, you yourself make this decision, and it's not an easy one, guys, but if you can make this decision, which is really tough, if you can make this decision ahead of time for your loved ones, it takes a huge burden off of their shoulders when they can look to a document and it says exactly what you want to happen. So I would suggest, again, please review these documents to make sure that your healthcare power of attorney and your advanced directive states exactly what you want it to state. The next thing that's very important is your HIPAA authorization. Now, we heard on March 17th on St. Patrick's Day a couple days ago, um, we heard that the federal government was going to start relaxing some of the HIPAA rules. And to be honest, we're not really sure what that means. So it just means that it is even more important than ever to have your HIPAA authorizations in place. So our HIPAA authorization, when you come to us, simply states exactly who you want to have access to your medical records. Now, if you've named somebody as your healthcare power of attorney, you most likely, well, you absolutely need that same person to have a HIPAA authorization, to be an authorized uh, HIPAA designee to, res to receive and review your healthcare information. They can't make medical decisions on your behalf if they don't have access to the HIPAA information. So um, that person absolutely needs to be the same person, but you could also name other people um, who you would want to have access to that medical information. Now, a really another really important thing that I believe that you need to have as part of your revocable living trust centered estate plan is to have a current up-to-date DocuBank card You've heard me talk about this before. And by the way, this is not a sponsored podcast. This is not sponsored in any way by DocuBank. I just truly believe in this, in them, and um, what they do. And during these uncertain times, it's uh, they're, they're just a great piece of the puzzle that you need to have in place uh, to make sure that, uh, that your plan will work if it needs to work. Um, but if you're a client of mine, then as part of your revocable living trust centered estate plan, you most likely received a card from DocuBanks. 
Uh, and what happens is once you've signed your estate planning documents, we upload your healthcare power of attorney, your advanced directive, and your HIPAA authorizations to DocuBank. And then DocuBank sends you an emergency card to put in your wallet or your purse, wherever you keep your credit cards and stuff like that. And then if something were to ever happen to you, then healthcare professionals could call that number on the back and find out exactly who your designated healthcare power of attorney is. In other words, who are your emergency contacts? And the hospital could have DocuBank immediately fax over these extremely important healthcare documents to them so that they have them in your file almost immediately. So DocuBanks is available, or DocuBank, I'm sorry, is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to provide these documents. So if you have your estate planning and healthcare documents in place, please guys, please check them to make sure that they are up to date. And you might also consider getting a DocuBank card so that in case of an emergency, emergency medical personnel, hospital personnel, doctors, will be able to access the information they need so that they can take care of you and find out who are the decision makers in your life if you can't do them yourself. Now, if you're a current client of ours, if you're a current estate planning client, then we provided you one year free a DocuBank to you when you signed your estate planning documents. Now, I know that some of you did not renew because we get a report of uh, everybody who has or has not renewed their membership. So for the next 30 days, uh, actually for the next 28 days, I guess, starting from March 17th from St. Patrick's Day, uh, because of everything that's going on, the Cortez Law Firm will renew your DocuBank membership for free at no charge to you if you're a current estate planning client of ours. So if you're a current client, current, <laughs> a current estate planning client of ours and you have not renewed your DocuBank card, which I think is extremely important to have in place, then please give us a call and we'll get an application out to you so that we can renew your DocuBank membership. Now, this is just for our current clients. Um, so if you are a current client, current estate planning client, and you've let your DocuBank membership expire, we will renew it for you at no charge for the next 30 days from March 17th, 2020. Well, guys, that's all for today. Please stay safe out there. Wash your hands. And please do everything that they're telling us to do. Don't get out unless you have to. And uh, I hope you have a great day <laughs> uh, with everything that's going on. And as always, I hope you have an awesome week. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening.